0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy. Celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Welcome to Matt brought to you by WinView Games. I know a lot of you guys have played a lot of DFS and made wagers against the house. And sure, sometimes you win, but probably more than not, you end up losing. Well, I want to introduce you to a new app called WinView. It's truly the most winnable way to play. New users actually win 50% of the time. It's that easy to win cash. All you need to do is answer yes-no questions before the game and even during it to win. So, yes, they have live and pregame contests. You can play for free or real money against folks that you're smarter than. And you can play your first $100 risk-free, so there's no reason not to try it now. Use my link. It's winviewgames.com. That's winviewgames.com dot com slash Matt. Get there now. If you're an iOS user, that link will take you directly to the app store. It's a no brainer. com slash Matt for Winview. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. We appreciate you guys making us your weekly destination to catch up with some of our favorite Atlanta and Georgia guests, both past and present. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. All right, one of my favorite people. I don't care what sport. I don't care what time of year. I've known the man for a long time. Uh, I consider him a friend. And he's somebody I learn from when I get a chance to talk to him. He's the legendary former pitching coach of the Atlanta Braves, Leo Mazzoni. Kind enough to join us on this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta, Uncle Leo, glad to have you aboard. And I thought he's the perfect guy to go to because we're in the middle of this uh, godforsaken baseball lockout. But you oh. experienced something similar to this coming into the 1995 season, the unknown of when things were going to begin. So I wanted to pick your brain. Uh-huh. What do you? What's the best way to do this? Okay, when when they do find out when they're coming back, how quickly do you think it's going to take pitchers specifically to ramp up to be ready and, and avoid injury?
0: Well, here here here's the thing, you know, when we were getting pitchers ready coming out of spring training, we were getting ready to go nine, okay. Now you can forget that you can throw that out of the equation. Now, when we had our three weeks of spring training before we started the '95 season, we changed absolutely nothing. In other words, we didn't speed up a process, we didn't slow down a process. Because after three weeks of spring training, pitchers are ready to go five. And you know what? I did. I looked up the throwing programs that I've kept over the years and wanted to see because a lot of a lot of people call me and ask me how this how this works in spring training. So. By the time the three weeks were over, our starting rotation, all of them had five had gone at least five. Okay, so that means that meant they got out of the, they had, had had three starts. Okay, once now when we got to the when the season started, we thought okay if they if all our starters went five in spring training, we know they can go six when we start the season. And sure as heck, I looked that up, and it all came into into place with, with, with the guy, Maddie Smoltz, Glab and Avery, uh, in, where you look down the line. And there they were, six innings, six innings. Then, it, then after six, you went. You know, the second start in, your, in, in the regular season went to seven. Then all bets were off. Then you just did what you did. But it really is not that difficult. Even in, Now, in today's game, Matt, if you've got a, a pitcher ready to go five, that's pretty much a complete game, <laughs> <laughs> which, which drives me nuts. Don't get me started on that. But anyway, so therefore, what Bobby Cox did in our spring trainings was change absolutely nothing.
1: So do you think, though, so specifically the one I'm referring to is off that lockout. Like in the offseason, I remember you used to have Camp Leo, right? And I'm sure you gave guys routines on what to do. What do you think, if you're just guessing, Leo, maybe 38-year-old Charlie Morton's different than 23-year-old Ian Anderson. But how Mm -hmm. do you think these guys are approaching the offseason kind of versus a typical offseason not knowing when they're going to be in camp?
0: Well, I I think what you do is, I mean, they all have their – they've been throwing, I'm sure – uh most most of the guys start cranking up uh, right after the after after christmas is over after G- on january the 1st and then uh and and they pretty much come into spring training in in very good shape they did in the 90s they came in spring training good shape and they're going to come into spring training in good shape uh at, in the present time present time of the game so you know it, it, the, the uncertainty is, is is that uh what we ha- what we had to do uh you know then you had the you know they they started a spring training with uh, you know the, the the guys that came in that uh you know not 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 involved in the union and we went oh boy this is hmm. great you know we're we we're, you know but i you know so what happened was uh uh the the the, the owners uh, i mean the uh, gms covered us bobby covered us because you know as coaches as are your, are in between so you know, I wasn't going to coach uh, uh, guys that were coming in that uh, weren't, in, weren't, weren't major league ball players. They were trying. So they sent minor league coaches down, and I'd just stand there. So we had to do that for a couple of weeks, going, please, let's end this thing so we can get started. Because you got to remember, this, this killed us in 1994 when we were playing in Colorado, and all of a sudden, boom, the season ended. And we thought, well, we'll we'll start the playoffs, you know, and nothing happened. And then, of course, the World Series was canceled, which to me, I was miserable. You know, as a coach, you're miserable. As a player, you're miserable. So the bottom line is this. To start, start a season right now, if you get three weeks of spring training in, your club will be ready to go.
1: It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daily. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta. You're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find? A craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-size screen with a front row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salads, sandwiches, Flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The DailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like trivia night, kids eat free night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love The Daily Draft. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you at the roads group we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes visit us online today at rhodes-group.com folks i want to introduce you to a new partner here at welcome to Matlan. it's my friend holly ramey from mickey travels a travel planner is a great friend to have and if you're like me we got winter break coming up in a couple of weeks, and then spring break, and then summer vacation. You could be planning that vacation of your dreams, but that's a stressful job. Finding the best deals, understanding all the new travel protocols, not easy. Well, getting in touch with Holly Ramey at Mickey Travels will make that process so much easier. Whether it's booking your next trip to Disney, checking out that all-new Disney Genie system, which is intimidating, or knowing the current protocols if you're traveling abroad. Whether it's a cruise vacation, a beach trip, the Caribbean, or Disney, Holly will help you do it all. She's a certified travel planner working for you, making the vacation planning process stress-free and hassle-free. And speaking of free, this is a 100% free concierge vacation planning service. You don't pay Holly a thing, and she plans the vacation of your dreams. Plus, Holly also knows where to find some of the best deals so you can end up saving money in the long run. My family's been working with her, and she's done a great job for us. She can do it for you. I want you to log on to the website. You can check her out at MickeyTravels.com or directly get in touch with her at Holly, H O L L Y, at MickeyTravels.com. That's Holly at Mickey, M I C K E Y, travels.com. Free service. She'll have your back, making that vacation of your dreams possible today. Do you, Leo, think and, – and your your guys were very good at this because they would pitch deep into the postseason seemingly every year. What do you think mm-hmm. about – especially some of the young guys who – I mean, the Braves played until November 3rd or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, how does that affect, if at all, what happens the following year?
0: Affected nothing. Absolutely nothing. And just, you got to remember, Matt, these, these, these kids were young in 91, you know. You, you know, before we got Maddox in 93, these kids were young. And they accumulated more innings in the postseason than most pitchers do now in a, in a regular season. So it means absolutely nothing. You know, and I hear I hear that, you know, people trying to figure this out and figure that out. Well, what about the young guy? What about the old guy? Look, none of it means nothing, to be perfectly honest with you. And pitching all those extra innings in the postseason mean absolutely nothing. Hell, we did it for 15 years. What did it mean? Absolutely nothing. What, made, what happened when we got to spring training and it was not your regular six weeks, it was three? What did it mean? Absolutely nothing, except our starters weren't ready to go nine. That's the only thing that was different from your normal spring trainings. When we left spring training, our starting pitchers were ready to go nine. When we left spring training with the shortened spring training, our starting pitchers were ready to go five or six. So, you know, it really in today's game, that means absolutely nothing.
1: So let me get you the big picture view, because this is something you're passionate about, and I love your passion on it, because it's mm-hmm. it's either a mindset, a preparation, maybe a combination of both that starts when we get to the, you know, uh, the first time in a ball or I mean, hell, maybe it's in college, maybe it's in high school. Why do you think we're at the point we are now where we're five and dive or where a guy goes six innings and it's a quality start? When did we get there and how do we change it?
0: Well, I, I, you know, you're not going to change it anymore. I mean, the, the, the analytical part of the game, number one, the analytical part. Number two, uh, youth baseball uh, uh, with all the games that they play and the number three, uh, every, all emphasis on velocity. And number four, that's why you got 52% of Tommy John surgeries under 21 years of age, 21 years of age and younger. So all these things, all the, all the things that baseball tried to prevent as far as injuries to pitchers, injuries to arms, all that they try to prevent, they magnify it. It goes the other way. It really does. I did a thing for a Dixie Youth Baseball, manual you like this. You know, so I'm talking to all the parents and all the kids, and I'm saying to them, you know, you know I, I know you're a generation now that doesn't remember the, starting, the great starting rotations of the 90s, not just with the Braves, but everywhere. There was great rotations everywhere. And I said, but how many know about – can anybody uh, recognize DeGrom? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I said, boy, isn't that great? What was the pitcher that had the most games pitched halfway through the season, the most game pitched throwing more pitches over 100 miles an hour? Well, it was DeGrom, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, what's he doing now? <laughs> He's not pitching. He didn't pitch in the second half. He's not, And then you could go down the list of guys. Well, what are they doing now? Well, they're not pitching. You know, why wouldn't somebody go to DeGrom, which I did to our pitchers all the time, and say it's okay to locate 93-94? Now, don't forget, in today's game, you know, Maddox and Glavin averaged 88, right? Smolsey was at 92. In today's game, Maddox and Glavin would be at 93, and Smolsey would be at 97-98. Because it's different. They don't time the ball coming across the whole plate anymore. So, so, and I tell everybody, subtract five from whatever number you see, and that's going to be the real number. So, therefore, you know, like a power guy like a Jarrett Wright, Jarrett, would you be okay to locate 91 or 92 instead of jacking it up to 95? Well, no, no, no. I said, well, yeah, but when you throw 91, you locate, your mechanics are good, da, 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 da. And this was this one won with every single pitcher that I came in contact with, regardless of velocity, controlling the effort. So, therefore, I think major league baseball statistics-wise, you never you never hear anybody say how much effort they're putting on the pitch. That determines longevity. Not the pitch that you're throwing, but the effort you put on a particular pitch that you're throwing. That determines longevity. The other thing is, the greatest teacher a pitcher has is innings pitched. When you start an A ball, you sign out at wherever. The greatest teacher you have is innings pitcher. What's baseball doing? They're taking away innings pitch from pitchers.
1: Well, it's, it's interesting you say that because talking to some of your guys, and I've mentioned this to you before, Smoltz and Glavin, I love the way they talk about pitching the way you do, and the fact that Smoltz would say, I don't have to go max effort. I know I have it when I need it. And if I have, mm-hmm. you know, I want to strike out here, I've got a big spot, I can go pull it from there. But like you said, location of the pitch. You know, maybe pitching a guy different a second time, not mm-hmm. having to have their full max effort, both for health, but just also for pitching. Like, I don't know that anybody you said maybe it's being taught in some places, but it's hard to get these kids to not rare back every time and see if they can get ninety nine because that's how they think they get guys out.
0: Matt, you can't. I can't. You know, I can't do it anymore. I mean, I mean, I still go around doing stuff, but when, then when after I get done and the next day I come out and they all want me to watch their mechanics or this or that, and it's like I never even said nothing to them to be perfectly honest with you, and and, and it's not going to change. You know, I can talk to a lot of travel baseball coaches or I can talk to certain individuals, and you know what? I can talk to them, but they're not really listening. They're not really listening. What they're doing is they're, you know, and, and these kids, What is what's the young kid going to do? I go tell him, look, you don't have to max out, and here's how you cushion your elbow to break a ball, and this is how you get your alignment on a fastball and to be sneaky quick instead of overpowering. And then, But they're told, well, you don't make a club unless you hit a certain number on a radar gun. Well, what's the youngster going to do? Even even in, in, in pro ball, we can't sign this guy. If you, no, Don't even bring a pitcher in unless he throws 90-something miles an hour. Well, what if somebody can pitch, actually pitch, you know? And so this is what's getting lost in the equation. That kid is being told you've got to hit a certain number on a radar gun. And then all, some of these clowns are out there telling him, well, I can, they put, they, they, I can give your son five miles an hour faster on his, on his, on his, on his, on his fastball. If he does this particular thing, whether it's a weighted ball or some kind of crazy thing where you throw it against the wall. And you know what? Any, any parent that hears that should never let that coach coach their kids. That's for sure. Right. That's well, Bad information. Here's so you'll appreciate
1: thing. this. You'll appreciate it. I had uh, one of your guys, Greg McMichael was on the pod not too long ago, and yeah. we talked about his journey coming up, and he's like, the reason I probably got overlooked and the reason I was changed and from organizations was the simple velocity. But he could get guys out. He put up big save numbers in the minor leagues. Maybe it took him a little longer to get there. But, like, Leo, you and I both know nobody would even look at Greg today as a bullpen option, no. let alone a closer. No, not at
0: all and and here's the other thing too man you know when they when they uh, talk about uh, you know how you use your relievers and you know they were saying that the game's slowing down because you've used so many relievers and all this stuff. I wonder if it ever dawned on somebody that if you had setup guys and those setup guys learned straight changes, great straight changes. how many times would you have to change a pitcher for example. Mike Remlinger, who we got from Cincinnati, did a great job for us for four years. Great job as a setup guy. He was left-handed, but he was he came up with a great straight change. So now we're sitting there going, "Well, okay, go ahead and pinch hit. We don't care. We got a, we got a straight change from our lefty. Go ahead and pinch hit a righty." Or Gregory Michael. You know, I used to tell Mac, Mac, you're our left-handed reliever, even though you're right-handed."
1: <laughs> no, it was perfect. I mean, you guys had. Yeah, Rem- I mean, Listen, there was a point, and this is why I tell younger Braves fans one of your best bullpens ever, Remlinger, who, yeah, he could get it up if he needed to, but you said righty lefty. Uh, yeah. Darren Holmes, Chris Hammond. Yeah. I mean, these are guys that probably wouldn't break glass, but they could get guys out <laughs> consistently. <laughs>
0: Right. boy, they were good. You know, it, it's like Chris Hammond. I said, if you ever have more confidence in your fastball, then do you change up it if he lights out? And then, and Holmes, it was like, Holmes, you got great breaking stuff, right? He goes, Oh, yeah. I said, I'm about throwing some fastballs in breaking ball situations and see what happens. And he was freezing everybody, just locked everybody
1: down. Well, so Chris Hammond had an ERA either right. at one or, or under one in that 99 <laughs> season. But these are guys, again, that like Wohlers came up. I'll never forget. Remember when Wohlers came up maybe in 92, and, and all we heard about was this fireballer who probably was mid-90s, like you said, maybe the gun wasn't accurate, whatever the number was, because he well, had the velocity. Today. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. He'd, he'd be topping off in the, in the triple digits. But, like, we heard about that, and that felt like sort of the sea change. I mean, I don't know how you thought about it in the game at the time of, like, that level of closer change. You were around mm-hmm. long enough to see, you know, Jeff Reardon and Lee Smith and 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 Woller, or, right. and uh, Warrell and these guys. They weren't 99, but they could throw two and three pitches if they needed to to go right. multiple innings. Right,
0: well, you know it it's like uh 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 you know it, w- w- when Wallers come up, you know I, uh, and they were talking about how hard he threw Hank Aaron gave me gave me a great piece of advice when he said, You know what, Leo, he said, you just tell that your pitchers, we can time a jet coming through that strike zone if we see it often enough, <laughs> and and you know, and I'm thinking, okay, well daddy, you, but Wallers had a very good slider and split to go with it, so and here's the here's the great thing about Bobby Cox, you'll love this story. And the, and your fans will too. It, when we brought Wollers in after Glavin was in the Cleveland game, one to nothing, you know, in the ninth inning. Yep. And i you know, I know who's leading off. I know Kenny Lofton's leading off. And i so I, Glavin comes in. He goes, he says, I, or he goes, Leo. He said, my brain. He said, I'm mentally tired. I said, okay. I said, you're sure? He goes, yeah. Okay. Here comes Wollers. I said, I told Bobby. I said, Bobby. I said, you know, if Lofton gets on, he's going to steal second, and he's going to steal a third. And we're going to have a man on third with nobody out with a one-run lead in the ninth inning. He goes, "Yeah, I know, Leo." He goes, "But guess what?" I said, "What?" He goes, "He's the one reliever we have that can strike out the side."
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you know what? I felt completely better after that.
1: <laughs> well, and the, and the intriguing thing, right, is did, did he didn't uh, strike yeah. out anybody that inning, did he? Or maybe he struck out the second hitter, but he got he got the lofted pop up, he got the Bioga yeah, fly out,
0: and a couple of fly balls.
1: Yeah. I love it. Um, So, like I said, I love talking to you about just this stuff. So here's my question to you, because you said it won't change, and I tend to agree with you. It would take somebody very gutsy to change an organizational philosophy on how they scout pitching to overload their minor league system with guys who can throw hard but are actually pitching in the minors two, three pitches to where they came up, and as you talked about, they're ready to go, 190, 200 innings and do that type of thing. Do you think any organization has the, the guts to do that?
0: No, I don't think so. I think that, um, uh, it would be very, and believe me, Matt, it would be very easy to do, but, uh, I don't think anybody has the, uh, uh, the courage to go ahead and do it and implement and implement it. You know, and, you know, I had a, uh, organization asking me how I would develop pitchers in the farm system. It wasn't the Braves. And, um, and I said, well, I said, here's what you do. What's your best five arms in A ball? What's your best five arms in Double A? And what's your best five arms in Triple A? I said they all your best arms all start so that they can they can find out what their pitches do, how they how they work, you know, uh, this and that. And I said, and then you once they get to Triple A, halfway through Triple A. The, the, and depending on the needs of your major league club, what does your AAA manager, AAA pitching coach, tell you about who they think could convert to a reliever and 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 uh, uh, be able to uh, rebound? And, you know, and it, it, if you come to you know, a couple of my, no, names that come to minor, Kent Merker, uh, Steve Bedrosian, mm-hmm. uh, guys like that. That threw, I mean, those got now those guys had above average fastballs in the minor league, <clears throat> but they got to pitch a lot of innings, so therefore they were ready so so one one pitching coach of this organization says well he says you know he said i'm the, i'm the pitching coach in a boss oh nice da, 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 you know and then uh, he said uh you know he said uh the guys throw a lot harder now than when you were coaching i said i don't I, I don't necessarily agree with that i said but i said the radar gun says they do my eyes say not necessarily and uh so anyway he said well he says you know he says they throw so hard now we we could make a closer and able. I said, apparently you didn't hear a damn word I said. <laughs> you know, he looked at it, I said, look, and the farm director was there. And the farm, the farm director, look, I said, look, you asked me how to develop pitchers in the minor leagues. Your top arms start so they can teach themselves how to pitch. And don't put a governor on them, you know. I had a I had a coach tell me that he this past year they had a youngster that threw a seven-inning shutout. They took him out of the game, a seven-inning shutout. And he got his butt chewed out because the ratio of fastballs and breaking balls was not acceptable. Because of the, you know, and I and and I said, well, how about a kid pitching a ball game in the minor leagues and comes out feeling great about himself when throwing a shutout for seven innings, and now you got to tell him that's unacceptable because he didn't throw enough changeups or breaking balls.
1: I mean, I don't even know what that means. This is so, what it's coming
0: to, yeah. man. I mean, that's you know. I think the Braves are lucky that they got Snicker. I'm going to tell you that right now because at least they have somebody that understands the previous generation and the modern generation. That's a nice, you know, if you got a, it's a nice go to. You know what I mean?
1: Totally. Well, and that's a perfect place. Let's finish up by asking you about a couple of Braves pitchers. Um, Mm -hmm. The first one is Ian Anderson, who I saw the stat, and you'll appreciate this. He's got more starts, postseason starts, at 23 years old. Than just one guy. He's got eight postseason starts. Ave Steve Avery had more in a different time when he didn't, you know, have as many rounds, certainly. But like he gets the ball, Ian, and just I don't know, man. There he's impressive. He doesn't let that moment get too big for him. How high of a ceiling do you think he has?
0: Oh, I think I think he's a, a top notch quality starter in the big leagues. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because he's got a great changeup. You know, I know he's got a good fastball and I, and he's got a very uncomplicated delivery and but that changeup is killer. But the bottom line is this: for him to go to an elite status, the fast, the location of the fastball. If he upgrades that, and, and you know, now now where you where they want, you know, I know you say, okay, you got to pitch him north and south. He throws his fastball up, his change up down, blah 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 blah. And he's developing his breaking ball. Listen, the key to this whole thing is fastball command because he's already got the great straight change. I would. I would love to be able to, uh, you know, and, and when you look and say, boy, I'd love to have that guy when I was years ago, I would love to have had Ian Anderson. And uh, he, he, I think he's a, their rotation, their young rotation. And it reminds me of the 90, their rotation last year reminded me of the 91 team because the, you had the veteran Charlie Lebrandt who was taking care of Glavin and Smolson, and Avery and Pete Smith, all young kids. And so this year you had Charlie Morton taking care of the young, the young starters that the Braves had.
1: No, I see the comp. No, I know. It's a good... one,
0: I know one. I know one damn thing. Uh, you know, I used to go into a season wanting four starters to pitch two hundred innings. You think you think an organization? You know, if they did that, they're world champions. <laughs> but they're world yeah. champions anyway. Right. They did it a different way.
1: So let me ask you about two more. Uh, and knowing you're not a doctor, I'm not asking you to to, to try no. to figure out the the health of anybody, but. Siroc off two Achilles injuries, and it's just I, I hate it for him. I guess the only good news, A, he's 24, and B, it's not an arm, it's not a shoulder, it's nothing structural there. Give me your just best educated guess on his chances to get back to levels that he was pitching before the injuries.
0: Well, I, th- I think it, I think his chances are very good. I think when you go into spring training, you throw the, the Achilles thing out, out the window. Just, you know, if you can't coach scared in this game, Matt, you throw the Achilles thing out the window. He goes in and does everything normal with every other pitcher. Don't don't keep harping on the fact. Well, be careful. Da, 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 da. Leave him alone and let him go out and pitch. And that's all there is to it. You know, it, for example, you know, if you had guys that the next year, you know, that we had a, uh, maybe had a, some problems or whatever, when you went into when you went into spring training, as, as well, once the doctors said, "Hey, man, you guys are okay." Well then, just leave him alone and treat him like it never happened. Why magnify something that, you know, you're doing everything you can. You did your rehab. You did this. You did that. Now it's time to pitch. Now it's time to t- and take care of your arm. Number one, you know, and 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 so I think he's going to be able to uh, come back extremely well and and uh, and be a force. I think he'll be a good force.
1: It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salads, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night dailydraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night Kids Eat Free night and more. The dailydraft.net go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you you'll love the Daily Draft.
0: Hey, I'm Holly, a local business owner and busy mom of three. Look, I don't even remember the last time I took an uninterrupted shower. I definitely don't have time to shop for the best insurance rates. That's why I called the Rhodes group. As an independent agency with relationships with multiple providers, they have the expertise I need to get the best coverage at the lowest rates. Check them out at roads groupcom That's R-H-O-A-D-S-Group.com.
1: Folks, I'm not a great sleeper. I never have been. I need everything to be just right to get the best night's sleep possible. One of the things that I need to be just right is my pillow. And guess what? it's right now. Thanks to MyPillow.com and I tried the MyPillow Premium. It's been a game changer for me. I went with the MyPillow Premium because I wanted the right neck support. I was tired of the old pillows going flat on me. And thanks to Mike Lindell who invented the MyPillow product, which took over two years to develop because he wanted to make sure everything was perfect with the pillow that we all were going to need for the best night's sleep. Well, that's just one of the great products that MyPillow.com has available to you guys. And I want you to go to MyPillow.com right now. You can look for yourself and see the perfect pillow for you. But now Mike's changing the game with his six-piece towel set. This set is made with USA Cotton, making it extremely exorbitant, yet still providing you the soft feel and the look you want in your towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, typically retailing for $109.99. But for a limited time, you can get this set for the low price of just $39.99 with promo code MAT. Promo code M A T T. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special to get this insanely low. Price of just $39.99. On the towel set, you'll find other deep discounts on all other MyPillow products as well. Enter promo code Matt at MyPillow.com. Leo, do you have any, any guesses or any more than... Than what we've seen, like Kyle Wright is is an example of a kid who's just, you could see the stuff, but I don't know if it's between the ears. I don't know if he he repeats some of the success he has or gets away from it. What do you think is the missing element to make him the guy that when they drafted him fifth out of Vandy, they were hoping he could be?
0: I I think uh, simplifying the game. You know, trying to you know you're trying to do too much you're trying to you're tr- in other words he's trying to pitch in quads what what I mean by that is up and away down and away up and in down and in so he's trying to go to four spots with a with his assortment of pitches so i think you have to simplify the game for him and tell him that and and basically i used to tell the guys this and this is what i would tell him if you got two going two pitches going you're going to win if you got three pitches going you're going to throw a shutout and if you're narrowed down to one, you're going to lose. Very simple, you know, a simple plan, nothing, you know, we don't have to diagram and have a geometry test to figure this stuff out. Very simple to what I just told you, that if you got two going, you're going to win. So, you know, and, and in these terms, when you simplify that for pitchers, whether it's the pitchers now or the pitchers then or whatever, I don't think we're, we're that old, Matt, or I'm not, I'm old, but I'm not that old not to know. <laughs> you know how how to approach how to approach a pitcher and the bottom line is whatever generation you're talking about the simplification of the game always makes guys more consistent
1: i told the audience when we started so i love talking to this guy and the passion i, I always learn something listening to leo mazzoni talk about <laughs> baseball what will we see you have any camps coming up you want to promote or anything that uh, we need to know about
0: well no, no 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 i mean i mean you know i'm uh uh i hope to get down to spring training uh uh, a little bit you know and uh hang out with snit and uh the other thing is uh i visit bobby cox all the time and i was with him a couple days ago
1: how's the skip going?
0: And he he's he's hanging in there you know i uh uh pam went to the deli and we got some uh good deli sandwiches and bobby was in his chair and i was sitting next to him and uh all of a sudden, he's he's trying to get out the words wine, wine, you know. So I, I looked at him, and I said, you mean Bobby Wine? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he goes, no, 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 no. I said, I said thank God. <laughs> but anyway, he said, no. And he looked at Pam and goes, wine. And, and she goes, oh, you want Leo to have a glass of wine? And he shook and said, yeah, I want Leo to have a glass of wine. So she says, how about you? He said, yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: So, so That's... We, sat, we,
0: we 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 sat there and made that one glass of wine last 2 hours while we shot the bull and we start telling telling stories back and forth about how I would screw up sometimes you know <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd just start laughing his butt off so
1: I love hearing it's, that It's
0: been a wonderful uh wonderful therapy not only for him therapy but wonderful therapy for me to be able to do that and I'll get down again next week I well, just let Pam know and she gives me a day
1: Braves country is thinking about him please let him know that because everybody's always thinking about the skip and uh, he's in everybody's thoughts and prayers yeah. Leo it is, a, it is a great pleasure I love catching up with you don't be a stranger and uh, you know hang out with the grandkids enjoy some time and we'll talk to you soon
0: yeah absolutely call anytime man we can talk baseball
1: always love to do it thanks Leo
0: okay you're welcome see you buddy bye
1: Guys, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to Brian Murphy for producing the podcast. And thanks to you guys for making us your weekly destination. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Madlanta. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play. And we ride on them things like every day. Big beats, hit streets, see gangsters roaming. And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play. And we ride on them things like every day. Big beats, hit
0: streets, see gangsters roaming. Uh